Hello, friends and fellow adventurers. Welcome to the MinMaxed Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us, and you do so as we continue Blood Lords. As always, we'd like to invite you to come join our Discord, where you can hang out with us and other listeners of the show. And if you'd like to throw a little financial support our way, you can check out our Patreon. And a shout-out to all of those that are lich-level and above. Rock Jedi, Wolf, Blardimus Slump, Thunder Mammoth, The Trevor Project, Toss Chris, Fizzgig, AC Goldner, Eric R. Hope just going to sneak right past you there. Indie Link, Tawdry Monster, Mercutio, Angel Shadowheart, Cy Rendon, The Necromancer Forever, Doc Holliday, Jason Gay, Dickie Lopez, Bobson Dugnut, Rickety Rope Bridge, Alex K, Doma Elaka, Frank L, Just Mike Works, Ross D, Argoon's Long Lost Elbow, Figtier, Zach S, Jamie H, Mr. Turtle, Sleeve, Darren, Caleb W, Corey Pickle, Mr. Grimm, Fire Down, and 54 Ewas, Jameson S, Eric R, plus 247 of Whacking, I'm Not a Robot, George F, Leo Hart, Hard Hard Har, Witch Hunter, Jeremy D, Matthew M, Scott E, Progeny of Kuchu Lane, Liz Giggles, and Calistria Specialty. Special shout out for moving from the Lich level to the Bloodlord level, another rock star of our little community, Corey. Thank you all so much for your support. And now a recap of session 19. Having just finished a giant combat in the brewery, we heal up a little bit and loot slash search around. We find some stuff and some clues. We find a couple more zombies who aren't too much trouble and find an intelligent zombie who's a celebrant come to investigate the rising cost of food in Dirge. We get some interesting info from him. We take a few more hours to heal up and then we continue on and find a bunch of zombie dogs. We kill them off screen because we got in trouble last time we killed dogs on this podcast. Anyway, this whole time we're avoiding giant gross barrels of what we assume to be fucking oozes. Oozes are the worst. We come to a room with a screaming cauldron of people sludge, because of course. We finally meet the big bad, the witch kept Geta. She has three fingers and she likes to debuff us. However, Arius, Gerdrug, and Sundrinker make very short work of the witch. Kix handles the cauldron. Some weird creepy things come out of the cauldron and uh, we kill them too. We hit level four. Okay, so let's not think about level four too hard right now. There's a good amount of cleanup to do yet. Also, don't start leveling up your character sheets yet because if you decide to fuck with the oozes, you're still level three until you sleep. We are not deciding to fuck with the oozes. (laughs) Yeah, I have no desire to fuck with the oozes. I don't care what loot's in there. You don't care what's in that room? Nope. It's level three loot. I don't care. (laughs) Level three loot? Level four now. Come on now. What? what let's yeah, let's uh let's loot this room and uh, whatever room she came out of. There's a lot of stuff that's about to happen here. I see it all with my sixteen. That's just straight out a lie. That makes sense. <laughs> Gerdrug's pretty amped up after the fight. He gets a twenty-seven to perceive the room and look for stuff. After disabling the cauldron, killing Kepgeta's coven, and of course Kepgeta herself, you move into the room to the east. To the east, to the east. Oh, there's another room there. I didn't even see that. Oh, Lucan, Lucan went right into it. Did you mean to go into that room? Oh, I, I thought it was just like open and stuff. If it's not, I won't. No, I mean, the room, the door's closed. Yeah, the door's closed. Oh, no, I don't go in if it's closed. Okay. Inside of uh, the room with the screaming cauldron, you don't find much of importance. 
You certainly see all sorts of grisly accoutrements all over the place. There's dead bodies lining the walls. There might be a dozen of them here, just kind of like on the floor. Looks like they've been, you know, mutilated in various fashions. The curtains of bones, obviously, the cauldron itself, but no interesting items. That being said, on the south side of the room, there is a huddled humanoid form in the corner it seems to be chained to the floor in this cell. It almost just looked like a, like a pile of rags. But whoever this person is, they're in the fetal position in the corner. And yeah, it looks like they're chained to the floor. Um, does my rusty key work on this door? It does. I don't like it. Uh, who are you? A head slowly comes up. No... You can't fool me, Kepgeta. This is another one of your tricks. Uh, I guess that's your your prerogative. I can leave you here to die if you want. Okay. She pops her head up a little further. I don't want to die. Who are you? Wait. The screaming stopped. I'm the ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> What's a Christmas? <laughs> I'm the ghost of Christmas future. Sundrinker says as they stick their head in the door. <laughs> uh, what are you doing here? Who are you? My name's Altinred. She holds up her hand. She like moves up into a sitting position and she holds up her hands which are shackled. Please free me. Why are you a prisoner? She slowly lowers her hands, and they fall halfway from exhaustion. Because Kepketa's a bitch, and she got what she needed, and she liked watching me suffer. What did she need from you? Why does it matter? Uh, because she was a bad person. Thought she was trying to hurt people. Not that I necessarily care, but... If she needed your help, Luke and laughs. Were you also hurting people? I didn't mean to. I didn't know what she was gonna do with it. I mean, if you're gonna hurt people, at least have a purpose. I accidentally do it, that's worse. Please, free me. Do you have any food? Fucking ghost, no. I'm just asking. I'm so hungry. Kix, you gonna gonna save your quick friend here? I pull out a cheeseburger. (laughs) (laughs) I've been keeping it. Spencer, take a hero point. (laughs) (laughs) I pull out a cheeseburger. Oh, it looks so good. She eats your cheeseburger. Oh. Have you just been carrying that around? A, f- a fresh, juicy cheeseburger? All right, then. Okay. That's what, uh, like, Kix is the only human amongst a group of undead. Just like, yeah, that's what we humans do. We carry cheeseburgers with us. Look, I was a human for 47 years. I know what the fuck humans do. He's been poor for so long, he's finally had some money, so he just carries food with him. Cheeseburger. <laughs> I mean, it's in a box, right? It's all wrapped up. Okay, you got a cheeseburger. What did you do? Uh, 
Oh, that's so much better. You don't have any water, do you? Oh my god. I pull out a large Diet Coke. Alright, I'm done. Oh my god. <laughs> How did you know? She drinks it. That's so much, that's so much better. Thank you. I'm a member of the Export Guild. And I've been extorting some of my contacts for information. Things that kept Geta wanted. She paid good coin to start. Mm. Respectable. Okay, continue. Well, once she... Once she realized, or once I gave her the information she needed, which was really which farms around Greydurge provided for exports and which provided to Greydurge itself, normally very closely kept secrets, I had some reanimator contacts that I slid some coin, you know, on the table to get that information and was paid back in kind. Well, one day when I gave her all the food, all the, sorry, thinking about food, um, good cheeseburger, by the way, delicious. Nice. It's from Tuesday. Um, oh, it was still good. I realized that she was trying to target farms that supplied food to the quick and greater specifically. Once she got that information, she locked me up and began starving me, and... Well, truth be told, she told me that maybe she could get me out to the Axenwood to train under her mother. Well, that would have been interesting. It sounded enticing. The power of a witch's coven is... Well, it's enticing. Okay, last question for me. What do you think of Zankuthan? Don could. I'm not very religious. Hmm. I'll let it pass. I think they're all. I don't know. I'm more of an Abadar person myself. Dead. Just dead. She's a member of the Exports Guild. Yeah, Lucan wouldn't hate Abadar. That's just me. That's just. That's us. just David. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> so, well. Stay away from the sludge. The sludge? And I walk away. Is somebody going to uncuff me? You've been fed, you're good. No, the, uh, it doesn't help if you we'll leave come me We'll back here. tomorrow with another cheeseburger. Do wait, no, no, please let me go. Please. Luke and I'll let her go. I'll go <laughs> untie her. It only takes a single interact action to undo the shackles. Don't make me regret it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Shut up. You're making me regret it. Okay, sorry. <sighs> okay. Oh, and don't forget, we know what you did. So, you know, might be blackmail later. Don't blackmail me. I can give you information now. There was information you haven't yet told us? Well, your ghost friend walked away in the middle of my story. You're really making me start to regret it. What did you want to come? Sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, all right. There's more. Did she locked me up? I've been here for a long time. Um, her mother is a hag in the Axenwood, lead of a coven called the Grave Claw. It wasn't until I was locked up that I realized that they had a poisoning plot, and that's why they wanted to find out the information. I mean, I'll export a bureaucrat any day of the week. But to poison? 
I eat that food. Oh. God, another cheeseburger would be good. You don't happen to have another cheeseburger on you? No. Oh, okay. Don't you eat too much when you've been starving. It won't be good for you. Okay. Anyways. It seems like the Grave Claw Coven wanted to poison the Quick of Great Edge. Any particular reason you know of? There's... Been able to put together some pieces of information. Uh, they're testing some combination of ingredients. There's some other big thing. Greatridge was supposed to be the testing grounds. But I don't. I don't actually know any more than that. I do know that they've been getting close to the right combination of ingredients. But that's the thing. I understand the poison has been trying to find that perfect set, the perfect ratio of whatever these things are for some time. I'm sorry, the whole being tortured thing makes time difficult. Right, look, see, here, um, what was the name of our manor before we changed it to Theater of Sin? And the Colic. Are you familiar with the, what was formerly known as the Colic Manor? Um, I think it's just some old, like, uh, some old Are you familiar with it? I'm aware. You know where it is? Yeah, I'm aware of it, yes. Yes, good. Okay, good, yes. Go there. There's a hand. He'll give you some food. There's a spare room somewhere. Get rested up. We're going to need your testimony. Uh, Oh, okay. Right, right now? Where else have you got to go? Is this one of those, like, get out of my sight now before you you do annoying things to make me regret doing... Well, no, I'm legitimately asking. Do you have a place to go? I I mean, I do have a home. Or had a home. I don't know. I guess I don't know. Tell me where it is. Tell me where your home is so we can come find you. I'm just saying, if you want food, there's a hand at the Theater of Sin. His name is Agoon. The, The Destroyer or something. I can't really remember anymore. It's not important. I need to report back to the export guild as as soon as I possibly can. Fine, well, make sure they know who's freed you. Shouldn't we send her to Haldoli also, like the other guy? Should we? Probably. Yes, go see Bloodlord Haldoli at your earliest convenience. Tell her everything. Oh, what? Just trust me. Just trust me. Bloodlord Haldoli. I don't want to Earliest convenience. Die. Tell her everything. I'll run. She's not going to kill you. Are you sure? Much. Well, no. I might kill you right now, but... But it doesn't matter. If she kills you, you'll have a better life. Now, just go see her. It's important. Give me a diplomacy check. 28. Okay, all right, all right. I'll go. Very good, very good. We're just trying to save people. And I mean that sincerely. I understand. How Dolly is very concerned that the people of her city are dying. That makes sense, doesn't it? I am also concerned. Well, she knows more about it than anyone. So inform her of everything you know. Okay. Okay. I I will. I will. I'll go very now. Good, very good. And if you want a cheeseburger, stop stop by the Theater of Sin. Argoon will make you a cheeseburger. It'll be hilarious, I'm sure. Uh, I might. That sounds really good. I'm going to go do that first. Is that Okay. Yes. Oh my god, I'm gonna go get another cheeseburger. Okay, bye. <laughs> I just hope it's really awkward. 
That's all I'm hoping for. We just cut to knock, knock, knock. Our goon enters the door. Yes, hello to the thing listen. Oh, they sent me here for a cheeseburger? <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> should, should really put a drive through on this place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, NPC uh, taken care of. Cool. We've saved so many people. We're almost not the bad guys. Again, against our better judgment. <laughs> We've saved two people. We've saved two people. Let's That's not get ahead of more ourselves. than we had to. That is so <laughs> many more people than we could have. Well, let's be honest. There's always the other reason to save people, which is by saving Semok Get and all Tin Mered. Cheeseburger Lady. Cheeseburger, Cheeseburger. Lady. <laughs> Gained you reputation with the Export Guild and the Celebrants, respectively. I mean, I don't know that that lady's going to actually make it back to the Export Guild, but you know. <laughs> oh, we'll see what Haldoli is Just thinking. Haldoli's going to kill her and turn her into a zombie. I'm like, oh, yeah, you've probably. been extorting reanimators for information and then fed it to somebody who had a poisoning plot? Okay. <laughs> The fun thing is that Haldoli's so, like, nice and unbecoming and cheery. She'd just be, like, serving her cheeseburgers and being super friendly. Like, oh, my. Really? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> zombie. And then just right into just killing her at the end. Just Absolutely. Kill her. Just immediately dead zombie. <laughs> okay, other room. Um, I think I need to check this one for traps. We, we said we hadn't opened the store yet, right? Had not opened that yep. door yet. 17 for traps. You find no traps. I open the door. Conveniently, there were no traps. You walk into a room filled with, like, the floor is dirt, sticks, and dried moss, and stones cover the floor. Dying vines hang from pegs set in stone walls. And in the southeast corner is a small wooden box and a burlap sack bursting with dead leaves. Weird, but okay. Seems weird. Why does this place look like it's fall? It definitely has very autumn vibes to it, that's for sure. Do I get attacked when I walk in the door? You do not. I go to the chest-looking thing. There's a wooden box. Yep. I go look at it. You're gonna check the box for traps? Is that what you mean by look at it? Yes. Okay. No traps here. Absolutely not. I open it. The box is not locked. When you open the box, black smoke puffs out. Totally not a trap. But it dissipates pretty quickly. Nothing bad happens. Just black smoke puffs out when opened. Right at the very top are a few large pieces of tanned human skin, inscribed with magical rituals. I toss them on the floor behind me. <laughs> they make a weird slapping sound. That sounded like magical skin with rituals. I come in. <laughs> I've heard that slapping sound before. <laughs> Beneath that, there are five onyx gemstones. And then two larger onyx gemstones. One of the larger gemstones is rounded, and it constantly seeps black smoke. 
Getting 11 of my mercantile lore. The smaller gemstones are worth 16 gold apiece. The large ones are easily 60 gold apiece. Nice. Has Lucan, did Lucan enter? Yeah, I come in. Uh, does CB thing, like, magical or anything? I check. Is it? The uh, large onyx gemstone that's seeping the black smoke is not magical. No. But it has this, like, occult energy radiating from it. The I equate occult energy with magical. <laughs> Some kind of alchemical item, I think. With magic. That's fair. That's fair. I suppose then, let's say the answer to that is yes, it is magic, but it doesn't have any properties. It's like raw occult magic. Oh. It's just a stage prop. An expensive stage prop. Kicks your ear, ear, ear occult, right? Yeah. Give me an occult check on it. I pick up the pieces of skin. Occult check. There's a big old one. Hey, I got a cheeseburger roll for it, though. Hold on. You got a, that's right, you got a cheeseburger point. <laughs> <laughs> cheeseburger point. Son of a bitch. 28 <laughs> cheeseburger point. <laughs> 20 cheeseburger point. Um, the large onyx gemstone that is smoking uh, is actually... An eyeball. Cheeseburger. Not only is it actually an eyeball, you get this momentary flash back to the bank where you were fighting Ope Karab, the hulking guard to the basement of the bank, the one with the single smoking eyeball. Oh, is it poor Opie's other eye? I can't. You guys had a, a nickname for him. Should I should go look because I guaranteed I changed the token name. Stinky Steve or something Steamy like that. Steve. Steamy Steve. Steamy Steve. That's what it was. Fucking Steamy Steve. But yeah, no, this is actually Opkarab's left eye. Still, in reality, just an onyx gemstone with some occult energy coming off of it. Worth 60 gold. Or you could use it as a spell component in a ritual. Interesting. Okay. Anything else in there? Real quick, let's talk about the human skin in the room. Lucan. Yes. These are two rituals. Rituals that you are familiar with, but haven't had the chance to fully study. This is a ritual for create undead, one for crawling hands, and the other is create undead for zombies. Oh, fun. This is good to know. So we're leaving here, right? Was that everything in here, or is there more in this room? Depends on if you search the bag filled with leaves. Sun drinker will. It's planty. Yeah, you just tip it up, tip it upside down, dump it out. Did we find anything on her? We haven't searched her yet. Haven't looked at her yet. Yeah, I'd search her while they're doing their shenanigans in that room. Inside the sack of leaves is dead leaves. And then a single granite key. That is similar in style, but different with small details to the key that you found in the basement of the Theater of Sin. A key to the Great Urge Bank. Hmm. To lockbox? To a lockbox, like the one you had. We have to go back to the bank. No, we're going to have to go to Mechatar. No, still oh, Mechatar. Because there was yeah. nothing 
There's no lo unlocked lockboxes left at this bank. Do you want... I'm assuming you want the key? Oh, yeah. We'll take yeah. everything. And Arius is searching Kepgeta. Arius, you find a dagger that she's wearing. Magical? Yes. Magical dagger? Magic dagger. She has keys, and she's also wearing a ring that is magical. Oh, man. She was, like, married... I make some checks, I believe. Yeah, I, I fail both of them. <laughs> I don't know shit about magic. Am I even a caster? I don't know, man. Until the party needs healing, then you're the best caster. Like, <laughs> Kix is doing about as well as I did. <laughs> so that's what you've found here in her room, and then the side room with the dead leaves and stuff. At this point, the only things that you have not explored uh, is the one unopened door right next to the vats. Hey, you're really trying to get us to go over there, but we just don't want to. I'm just letting you know that's the only place that's left. Kicks, can you make some checks on the magic items we picked up? There's a ring and a dagger. I already did the ring. I failed miserably. You did crafting. What do you want me to do on it? Uh, oh, Arcana? Or Arcana, whatever your casting thing is. I know my casting thing is occultism, but I think it depends on what the item is. No, the item is basically... Uh, you can use basically anything you want for items. There you guys, you just choose what you want. I rolled a lot of things. <laughs> Good God, they all might succeed. Are we just going to sit here and identify things? No, we're leaving. Jesus. I want to get out of this place before the oozes do something. Yeah, we're, we're going back to uh, the, the theater. Okay, so we're, we're, you're skipping everything. We're, you're leaving. We're not skipping everything. I think we've done everything. We just don't want to deal with the oozes. No, that's fine. I don't, at least. There's just an unopened door. I just want to make sure you guys are okay with leaving an open, unopened door. By the oozes? Yes, correct. Like, we might come back later to check them out, but we're not doing it right like, now when like we maybe have level, zero Maybe level four and full spells? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Tomorrow morning we'll come back. Go, go back and murder murder some uh, some oozes, get it done with. I'll hang a little sign on the outside of the uh, crooked coffin that says, closed for repairs. <laughs> and then leave. Just put a sign up that says oozes. Everybody fucking hates oozes. Nobody will come in. True. Solid plan. Door, oozes inside, do not enter. What if there's somebody with an ooze fetish? <laughs> oh, God. Then we're probably going to come back to somebody dissolving an ooze. There's an archetype for that, actually. People with the ooze fetish. What's it called? Ooze morph or whatever. Ooze morph, that's it. <laughs> you make it back to the Theater of Sin. Argoon asks, why did you send some emaciated lady here asking for cheeseburgers? Yeah, I gave her a cheeseburger, but what the hell, man? Because she was emaciated. Duh. Are we, like, taking in homeless people? I mean, you just gave her a cheeseburger, right? She didn't move in. No, I mean, I made her wait on the stoop outside. <laughs> did that troll ever show up? Nemo. Yeah, Nemo. No. God damn it. She's being elusive. We're resting. We're going to bed. <laughs> you get downtime. So go ahead and hit that rest button. Hit that level up button. Yeah, hit that level four. 
and let's uh let's go ahead and get some identifying out of the way i did see a bunch of rolls i will take those rolls from kicks a good of the a good amount of them are successes e- so first things first the dagger that kept ghetto was was carrying plus one striking dagger the magical flute is a maestro's instrument a lesser maestro's instrument the bracelet that the alchemist Peshgahi was wearing is a bracelet of dashing. The ring that Kepgeto was wearing is a ventriloquist's ring. And that takes care of all the magic items. There is, however, an oil of weightness, weightlessness. Yeah, what the hell is that? No, oil of weightlessness. You can spread this shimmering oil on an item of one bulk or less to make it feel weightless. It has negligible bulk for one hour. So it's a encumbrance deterrent, I guess? Pretty situational, but okay. Insanely situational. And I'm not sure... I haven't looked, but one bulk or less seems pretty... Underwhelming, a very minor, you know, a lesser oil of weightlessness. But I didn't see any like major versions of it. Oh no, there is a greater. How about there's some fun things you could get, some fun ideas you could have. There that. has to be something that that unlocks for good fun combos. Has to. I be. don't know. Let's just throw a boulder with. Uh... Oh wait, no, never mind. I mean, the projectile is already one bulk or less. Yeah, the the. The greater version of the oil of weightlessness allows to, uh, you to affect an item of two bulk or less for eight hours, but I still don't see the use for that. Aside from that, you suck at carrying what you have with you, but you need all of the things you have with you, and it stops encumbrance? I don't know. But it's there, you have it. And the party loot is at 205 gold right now. Well, level four done. Man, melee is easy. <laughs> yeah, I want to spend a day taking this returning rune off of the star knife and putting it onto the dagger. Also, I would really like that bracelet of dashing. Just going to throw that out there. Tires. Plus one acrobatics. Yeah, my, my the thing that allows me to sneak attack without needing another person. <laughs> so let's, let's... Does anybody want the ventriloquist ring? You get a bonus to deception checks, and once per day you can cast the ventriloquism spell. I know somebody that's been doing deception checks a bunch. Yeah, I'll take it. Why not? Uh, does anybody want the maestro's instrument? Plus one item bonus to performance checks while playing the fucking instrument. Allows you to cast charm. DC well, to cast charm though. once per day. Cell? Is that a cell? Yeah, I mean, I don't that's a, have that's any plan of having a bard. There's no, no bard. Yeah, like that's that's sell, that's, 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 that's sell that. Sixty gold, yeah, sell. So that puts you at two hundred forty-one gold. Should I distribute the coins? Yo. Yeah. Distributing. Sixty gold, five silver, eleven copper each. Eight gold short of what I wanted. Could I borrow eight gold do, from somebody? You, you yes. Eight gold. Absolutely. I buy. A, I have twenty-two if gold. If I take out chemical crafting. Do I get a formula book to put more books in? Do I just get these level, these first level four comics? No, you get a formula book. So like you I don't get a like, formula book if you well, take I mean, the feat, just the skill feat, right? Yeah. You can just go buy a common formula book. Well, I mean, like I, so I could like, I, like later on, I can learn like Elixir of Life lesser. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, that that oil of unlife is not alchemical. I thought it was. Ted, I give you eight gold. Thank you. Tyler, I go buy a ghost touch rune and throw it on my sword. You do what now? I buy a ghost touch rune and throw it on my sword. And after I get this ghost touch rune on my sword, I go walk up to Gerdrug and just kind of show him my sword and just kind of smile. My creepy skeleton smile. <laughs> literally wow. have not bought anything. Just in case. That is incorporeal yet. Just in case. Then I put the sword away. You see this? You see this? This is for you. That, that that That's the equivalent of Batman walking up to Superman with a vial of kryptonite going, yep, yeah, I don't know, watching you. <laughs> All right. Well, my level four was a complicated thing. I had to take some time to figure it out. We get a class feat. I took tandem movement, which for one action allows both my summoner and my Eidolon to take a move action. So that's really useful for action conservation when, like, Lucan needs to get the fuck out of melee and Sundricker needs to get the fuck in melee. In terms of uh, my free archetype feat, I'm only taking vampire stuff, so I took manipulative charm. Against humanoids, I gain a plus one circumstance bonus to deception checks, to lie, and to diplomacy checks to gather information or make an impression. Once per day, I can cast Charm as a divine innate spell using my class DC or spell DC, whichever is higher. So that's cool. I get an extra spell to cast, which is really important for a summoner who has very limited spells. Then for my skill feat, I took Continual Recovery. Which, you know, we all know what that does. And uh, then for my spells, I took one that I'm going to be casting every day. A second level spell, Summoner's Precaution. I create a buffer in the link between myself and my Eidolon in order to prevent me from falling alongside my bonded ally. Essentially, if Sundrinker were to take a hit that would reduce us to zero HP, I can not take the damage and just have Sundrinker disappear. That's cool. Yes. A very good way for Lucan to not go down every combat. It's your oh shit button. Yes. It's just an automatic oh shit button. Is it like once a day? That's whatever. Oh, you know what? It probably is once a day. I guess a 24-hour spell. Yeah, duration until your next daily preparations. And once I use it, the spell ends. Yep, okay, so it's once a say, day. Uh, it's, yeah, I assumed never mind. It, it, it would go away after use. Yep, once, yep, you're right, once a day. That's all cool. I mean, once per day, you've got a, you got the old ship button. Definitely casting it every day. Gerd drug, uh, pretty simple. Uh, skill increase, increased my society, because I'm a rogue. Uh, class feat, I took Dread Striker, which means any creature that has a frightened condition is also flat-footed to me. And in order to set that up for myself in the event that the other guys aren't, aren't available to help me, I took Frightful Moan as my ghost feat. Uh, you lament your fate, forcing each living creature in a 30-foot emanation to attempt a will save against your class DC. If, if they fail, they um, are frightened one. Critical fail, they are frightened two. And with my society increase, I took Underground Network, which allows me to use society to gather information in a couple different ways and use recall knowledge uh, with society, I believe. Yeah. With, like, underworld lore and stuff like that. 
So more rogue stuff. Rogue stuff. Rogue stuff. <laughs> ways ways to get uh, flat-footed without actually having to be in flanking with somebody. So what's that psychic stuff? Well, anyways, yeah, psychic. Uh, so for fourth feet, I took a second level feat called Cyburst. Um, when I'm psyched out, I can cast a one-action tiny little 1d4 attack based on... I'm in the levels with me for one action. Also, a chemical crafting, some new spells, and a secret thing that happened to me that no one knows yet. <laughs> secret, secret. We've got secrets. The secret dedication. I like secret dedications. Arius. Uh, class feet, I took harming hands. So my harm spells are d10s instead of d8s. Uh, archetype feet, I picked up opportunist, so I have attack of opportunity now. Uh, skill feet, I took intimidating prowess. So now uh, I get a bo- I get a, it's just a bo- circumstance bonus to my intimidation checks if I can phys- if I'm in a situation where I can physically menace the target. So basically, if we're in combat and I'm there, <laughs> 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 and then once my strength, if my strength ever goes above, hits twenty or above, it goes to a plus two instead of a plus one. But that's long ways away. Yeah, it's going to be like level 15 at minimum. Hey, sometimes you got to plan ahead. Otherwise, you end up with a wizard who has four feats for counterspelling and forgets to do it all the time. <laughs> There's like two combats that I did it well, and I still forgot that I had reflect spell. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so like I counterspelled, and then like three turns later, I'm like, oh, I could have reflected that spell back at them. Oops. So, we go back to the, uh, we go back to the theater, we rest, we level up. Are we gonna go back and fight these fucking oozes? Is that what Arius wants? No, Arius doesn't want to. It's what Ted wants. Oh. Ted, Ted wants to complete and see if there's any loot in there. Nah, I'm good. Fuck those oozes. Let's go see how Dolly. Fuck the oozes. I mean, realistically, what do we care what the oozes do? I mean, fuck it. We're not there to save people. Well, I didn't even care about the oozes. I just wanted to go in that room and see what was in the room. I wanted to, ten oh, there, to there, could, there could be more information in there. But room. at the same time, it's third level loot. Who the fuck cares? Unless there's some like plot relevant loot in there, or, like some weird, awesome thing. The only reason I would want to go back is the fear that there's something pro- plot relevant in there. But that's me, not even, not even Gerdrug. I trust Paizo to write an adventure where if I miss one fucking room in one fucking dungeon, I'll still be able to oh, I don't continue trust to complete the plot. No. Oh, um, I mean, we'll be able to do it, but that's because Tyler's going to tell us something later that he didn't. He, he, we should have figured I out I trust Tyler to compensate <laughs> for our mistakes. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, let's go see Haldoli before heading off to this Acton Wood or wherever it is we end up going. How many days of rest do you get? One? I only need one. I mean, we only need we only need one before we go see Haldoli. I mean, we don't need to go running off. Any crafting that needs to be done, or you know, just fucking around, or shopping and stuff. Yep. You know? Shopping montages. We got a bunch of money. I just spent all my money. Yeah, I should look to see if there's anything I want to buy. So let's just say because it was about four a.m. when you finished up at the tavern, 
made it back to the theater, slept. You're now looking at about 10 p.m. that same day, technically. Would have technically had to have a day of downtime for Arius to pick up the ghost touch rune. So you're there. It's established. Two days have passed. It is now the 20th of Rova. Oh, I do ask um, Kix if he can move returning from the star knife to the striking dagger. Everybody but Arius does have a day of downtime to spend. Yes, I will be looking at what gear I might want to buy. Arius and Luke can go shopping. That's one interesting shopping duo. Kix, you're swapping that rune for Gerdrug? I guess I'm going to, yeah. Go ahead and give me your crafting check for that. And then, Gerdrug, what are you spending your day doing? Um, stuff. Kix, what did you get on, what did you get on that crafting check? 28. Success. I said, certainly assume that's a success. It's a level three item. Who's spending the gold? I mean, it's 10%, right? So that's five and a half gold. And that was the returning from the uh, star knife, you said, right? Yeah, yep. it's the returning from the star knife put on the plus one striking dagger. All right, Gerdrug, you would end up going out probably, would you go before you slept for the night or like at that 10 p.m. midnight time frame? Well, I mean, we have a whole a whole day, right? I'd go that next night in the middle of the night or something. Go do some sneaking. Gerdrug is going to give me a stealth check. Uh, 12, no, 7 on the die for 19. Gerdrug sneaks down the alley that he's begun to become familiar with. It's in the Nashes. The Nashes are on the west side of town, pretty nearby Haldoli's estate. And the Nashes are usually middle class. Got some really nice bone decored buildings up and down the street, but there are some alleys here and there where, even though it's illegal in Great Urge, there are some homeless. And there's this one alley that he's gotten accustomed to going down. Gerdrug, you go down that alley, shaded, even from the streetlights, and you find a woman huddled on the ground in between two buildings with a cloak, a gray cloak, draped over a small boy. And they look to be sleeping. What do you do? Yeah, so I've been checking out this area, keeping an eye on them over the last, you know, couple weeks or whatever it's been since uh, Haldoli told me about this mother and the child. Gerdrug pulls out the note to remind himself... And it says on it, The Imbrex sheltering in Grey Dirge had a bastard child. They lay destitute with their mother in a hovel around the Nashes. Gerdrug looks at the note again, looks at the, the hovel, looks around, making sure that there's nobody around. And no, it's the Nashes. No one looks at anything in particular. They keep their eyes down. I would assume they do if they are around. But tonight, Gerdrug has decided that uh, tonight is the night that he gets some retribution, and so he will uh, 
sneak up to to the hovel. A hovel is a generous word. It's essentially crates, emptied out shipping crates, where they're curled up in. As you approach, it's hard to see where exactly the boy is huddled up against and inside of the mother's arms in the way that they are, and the cloak is in the way, or the, you know, the big billowy cloak that they're using as a blanket. But they do not stir. Uh, how old is the child? Child is eight years old. Okay, so fairly decent size. I mean, it's pretty simple for Gurdrug to get up to him, uh, and he whispers in the child's ear, Well, it's not your fight. You're still an Imbrex. As he slides his, uh, his dagger into him. The child doesn't make any sound in his mother's grasp without even waking her. Did we just kill a child on recording? Uh, yep. Huh. Okay. Wait, was that the dagger that I just gave made you? Yes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it returns to me. <laughs> no. I can't use a big-ass dog slicer. You need a nice little stealthy dagger. Cool, now I just made a fucking murder. You're the worst. <laughs> Gridrug stands up. Disappears into the alleys of the Nashes. Returns to the Theater of Sin. And says nothing. We'll see how many people start listening to us in Blood Lords and make it even to the child far, murder this far. Anyway, that's what podcasts need: is more child murder. Gonna gonna draw the line at child murder, apparently. Okay, guys, good job. <laughs> in production meetings, we say what line, and then that's the production meeting. We're like, let's just let's just push that a little bit further. See, the thing is, the line is always to not be hateful about it. Like, you can do anything. Just so long as you're not being, like, hateful about it. Like, you can kill dogs as part of telling the story, as long as you're not like, I fucking hate dogs, and everybody who loves dogs are pieces of shit. You know? But they're not. They're good boys. Yeah. You can murder children, as long as you're not like, I actually want to murder children. I have a child in my basement Children get murdered in movies and books and shit all the time. Uh, have you seen Game they, of Thrones? They, they do. They do. Anyways, we don't have to. We don't have to explain ourselves. We're done with that now. You're back at the theater of sin. Everybody's done their downtime activities. Are there any other things you yeah, want to do? I bought some shit. I bought. What'd you buy? Three lesser oils of unlife and ten new outfits. Uh, that reminds me, uh, Gerdrug, you owe me an oil. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. You never gave me an oil. Yeah, it did. Oh. He rubbed you down. <laughs> when you were down. When? When you were dying on the ground. In the giant. I don't remember that. Brewery combat. You would have you would have awoken all oiled up from me. Oh, he thought he was just sweaty or something. How'd you oil up a ghost, you liar? You're lubing up the ghost. Gerdrug was in the middle of having uh, torture P- PTSD at the time, so he wasn't really in the right place. <laughs> No, that's why I'm reminding him now. 
because I no longer have any healing items on me, and I have five silver. I thought you gave that to to Lucan. That one I was down to. You gave me one too. No, I used the wand on Lucan. I used the oil on you. Guys, I forgot I had a cart and a pack animal just to carry around my coffin. But we haven't had to travel anywhere. Not yet. Ooh, I'm gonna go get a better cart. How much is an oil of unlife? Twelve gold for a lesser one, which is what you want. Is that what you used on me as a lesser? Fuck if I remember. No, I had I had the miner. The miner's only one d eight. It's a piece of shit. Yeah, I think I used the miner. Lesser is two d eight plus five. I'm fine with just a miner on me. It's really just for emergencies. It's my last resort for healing. Yeah, but one d eight is shitty. Two d eight plus five at least can do something. You can get me a miner one if you want. Or you can tell him to fuck off. How much gold? How much gold do you think I have? I'm again, cold. again, it's a last resort. Go with the cheapest one. The point of it isn't to actually give you HP; it's to bring you back from dying. Yeah, I I traded my cart and I buy a wagon. You haven't used your fucking cart yet, and you're. I know, but we're going to be yet. traveling. You haven't we're going to be even traveling. used the one you've got. But we're going to be traveling, and I need something to carry my coffin. And my dozen outfits. Never pitch it in for a card. Doesn't even use the ones he has. I'm buying it myself. Just saying. <laughs> I now have no gold. <laughs> I spent literally every one of my gold on outfits, oils of life, and a cart. That just seems fitting. It is. Okay, I bought you an oil of life. Did you get any special, like, markings on the wagon, or does it have any motifs? Or oh, I only scheme? had just enough to buy it. Only just enough to buy it. Oh, the, comes the a complimentary paint job. Oh, I get a little pimp it? Yeah, I can pimp it, it out a little bit? bit. You pimp it out a little bit, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I design a symbol for the Theater of Sin, and I, I slap that bitch on In there. fact, you get a 10% discount because the merchant recognizes you immediately. Oh, shit. That's fantastic. I will take that. Like, it's one of those things where when you're going through the purchase in in Geb, when you're going through a purchase in a major city, you have to provide identification. So when he goes to provide the identification, it's like, oh, oh, you're you're Luke and Hollow. Well, yes, I am. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, please, we'll add the complimentary uh, uh, updo package to the wagon at no additional cost. No additional cost at all. It is our honor to serve such a celebrity profile within Great Urge. That's lovely. The wagon needs to carry two primary things. One, my coffin, of course. And two, really nice outfits. And I want them to be able to hang and not get, you know, scrunched. That would be that would be ideal. We have a fantastic. Uh, there's a, a coffin stash that we can build into the bottom of the wagon, and you can pull it out from the back, oh. so that you still have space in the main cabin of the wagon for passengers day riding, and of course, keeping your outfits nice and clean. Well, that is fantastic. I will sing the good words of your shop, and I'll also sketch out like a design for the theater of sin. And have that put on the back of the wagon. But I'd have no idea what that is. Ooh, I'm I'm assuming Lucid's better at art than I am. It's gonna be so long. If any listener out there wants to draw just a little logo for the icon for this theater of sin, just for a little fun, you know, interaction with us, we'll throw them up in the Discord if you send them to us. But if you come up with something, let us know. We'll give you credit. And uh, who knows if we like it. This wagon's gonna be gone. 
But no. <laughs> when you read I'm this, on to it. this episode months later. <laughs> if killing the child didn't make you leave, why don't you do this for us? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, it actually didn't occur to me that those two things happened very close to each other. Since you're still around, we assume you like us. Please, please draw something for us. <laughs> uh, even if it's just a sketch of a middle finger, I'll take that. I'll take I that. don't know if I want the people that continue to listen to us to draw something for us. Like that's They're not really my people. They're obviously demented. <laughs> I'm Theater of Sin, I'm thinking like the comedy and tragedy masks. Ooh. And the one that's smiling has fangs with a couple drops of blood coming out of it. Okay. And the one that's frowning has a slit throat with drops of blood coming out of it. Ooh. Oh, that's pretty cool. Okay, that's a good that's idea. That's my thought. Or maybe the maybe the frowning face, maybe the tragedy face is a skull is a skull that's frowning or something. Ooh, there you go, but it has the dripping blood. Or vice versa. Maybe the skull is the smiling one and the frowning one is the vampire. We'll just we'll go from there. I'll have it done in a few days. Thank you. And from there, I say we meet back up and go see Halloween. Okay. And with that, we have reached the end of book one of Blood Lords. Thank you so much for joining us on this adventure. We hope you're enjoying it. We're having a great time with it. And book two gets maybe even better. And if you've seen our character art, you may have some idea that uh, possibly not everyone's going to make it out of this one. Or are we just messing with you? Find out next time as we continue Blood Lords. And until then... May you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.